This episode of The Marketing Show is brought to you by Quest, New Zealand's most respected digital marketing agency, where marketing is made easy. Welcome to The Quest Marketing Show, a show specifically designed to help marketers learn and succeed. In this episode, you'll meet Leonie Woolworth. Leonie's had a really interesting career in both New Zealand and Australia. So let's get started. Leonie, thanks so much for being here uh, at the marketing show today. We really appreciate your participation and we know how busy you are. So uh, thanks so much for being with us. Um, Can you, first of all, just tell us a little bit about your career path, which I know has been uh, diverse and in a couple of different countries. I came to a bit of a crossroads in my career, so moved to Brisbane, Australia to be closer to um, my son and family at the time. Um, and at that time took on a role with, um, on contract with Playgroup Queensland, um, a large um, charity. So if you think Queensland is a similar size to the whole of New Zealand. Um, and my role there was um, really from an HR point of view, they were looking to reorganise, restructure, and they had some um, challenges that we had to deal with. Um, and as a result of that, I got offered the position of CEO, which was um, a permanent role to to really take that organisation forward. Um, You know, they had a staff of 120 plus, um, you know, employees and over 6,000 volunteers. So, uh, and we we delivered um, both federal and state um, early intervention programs for young families. So, um, yeah, a really interesting time in my career and quite different um, to my corporate life, which I'd left in New Zealand. And led into roles like where we are today, right? I can see now with that background and experience that you're a real asset for the likes here. So I'm actually with um, Regional Business Partners, which is a network uh, that's central government funded um, to help small to medium businesses um, to make connections. There is a funding component um, and that sort of thing. So when I came back from Australia, Hawke's Bay was the logical place to come. I had two sons here and I had a burgeoning um, number of grandies being born. At that stage there was two, we're now pending number nine, so that was a huge motivator. Um, And I used, uh, many years, 20 odd years ago, I did live in Hawke's Bay. Um, So it was great to come back and just reconnect. Um, And so the role that I have with Regional Business Partners as a business growth advisor is a part-time role. Um, and But it allows me to connect with and have discussions with SME businesses, which I just find so inspiring. Um, and at the same time, hand in hand, I was able to establish my own business over here as well and carry on my consultancy work. And with my experience with the not-for-profit sector in um, In Queensland, I um, had a real affinity then with that sector and wanted to continue to consult and help um, in that space Um, because at the end of the day, a not-for-profit is still a business and the business fundamentals are the same. Um, And they were a sector that really needed a lot of help and there's not a lot of government help or other help for that sector. So So it's always a matter of finding the funding to enable a strategy that you've developed, right? Totally. So um, I've I've picked up some really um, fantastic and inspiring um, 
capacity review contracts and that type of thing in the not-for-profit sector. Um, so I was able to bring my experience from working in a large charity to that. Um, in the charity in Australia, I set up a whole marketing team um, so that we could create alternative revenue streams, um, work on corporate sponsorship, um, philanthropic you know, donors, things like that, that are quite new thinking for uh, some charities and not-for-profits anyway. Right, and am I th right in thinking Partners and Change is very active in Australia and New Zealand today? Yes, totally. Um, yes, we've been uh, entrenched in Australia probably a good 10 years now, 8 to 10 years. Um, Jeff is a thought leader in this space of the ageing workforce and we're really just starting to get um, traction here in New Zealand. But another <coughs> big part that we do within Partners Change is running stakeholder engagement programs, not only government sectors but private sector as well. Um, so that stakeholder engagement piece has led to a couple of quite good and large contracts with central government to help manage those relationships, get conversations going just like we're having today, Hamish, um, that it's, it's just so important to get people just talking um, and that's key to what we do at Partners and Change. Is, is Partners and Change primarily around uh, engaging with um, an ageing workforce and tapping the talent that's there and looking to see whether it can be better utilised to help drive the economy? Is that really a, a part of it? Or, or? It is a part of it. it. It's a bit of a moving beast, but it's a global issue. And I guess the main question we ask is, where's your next worker coming from? And even in my role, if I put my business advisor hat on, so many organisations that I talk to, their biggest challenge and their biggest point of pain is talent acquisition. Where do I find an appropriate person and, and they're looking outside and, and sometimes overseas when their next worker could be right under their nose. Um, so we encourage a lot just to have conversations and strive for inclusive workplaces. So it's not only about the age um, as in older workers, it's also younger workers and giving them an opportunity um, to be part of that. Um, solution, I guess, of, of where's your next worker coming from? Yeah. If I was just to think then, if, if we can, you know, th there's a lot in that um, workspace there for you and, and a very colourful uh, career, full of um, lots of different experiences across a couple of countries. Would there be any particular highlights for you, um, just quickly to talk about from any of those key placements? So I liken my current career to a portfolio career. So um, by that I mean I have my own consultancy company, I'm an associate with Partners in Change, um, I'm a founding director of a new company called Workplace Wellness, um, and, and also you know able to work with SME businesses and have the conversation with helping businesses as well. So it's a great combination, um, and it's a bit like a patchwork, but. You know, I can wear many different hats and just get inspired from so many different areas. Fantastic. Yeah, I really love the sound of that flexibility that you've yes. got, and I'm sure many would be envious about that, Leonie. And, you know, very much you built that around, mm. you know, your career, haven't you, and, and what works in, for you, both both professionally but also um, in the family life as well. I can see that yes. those different strands are coming together. What would be your, your biggest marketing challenge as you start to launch that business? 
Okay, well, I guess just the connotation of wellness and well-being, even the government with its well-being budget, it would be perceived to be a fairly crowded marketplace. So we sort of say, how do we stand out? And we, um, my colleague Robin Wilson and I sort of worked on how do we stand out in a very crowded marketplace and so we came up with this analogy of being zebras in a horse paddock um, because we we need to be very different so um, ascertaining our real point of difference um, Robin is a specialist in this space but I'm a specialist in change management and uh, behavioral people behavioural um, situations within the workplace. Uh, we've both come through corporate life, we've both come seen a lot of both uh, corporate, not-for-profit, a lot of work environments um, that, um, you know, where, where there's been a lot of stress, a lot of um, fatigue, or they're not as healthy as they could be, or people, um, businesses aren't able to um, get the most out of their people and, and engagement's a big part of that. So we started having this conversation, ironically, we were on Outward Bound together on a wellbeing course <laughs> um, and then realised there was lots of synergies and there's a huge, huge need for um, doing this differently and really helping businesses um, to establish, uh, you know, a, a culture of looking out for each other, you know, whether it's mental health, whether it's stress, fatigue, um, just being demotivated at work. Nobody is a poor performer by choice. So there's something else going on there. Yes, yeah, so you've identified that need and that need is, is growing and yes. companies and organisations are going to have to be more structured about how they think about it and plan yes. for it, right? So that's one part of it, I think what you're saying. The other part is how you actually launch your zebras in the horse paddock yes. to be noticed. So yes. what, what have been some of the, actually some of the steps that, that, have, that Workplace Wellness has gone through to help launch in the market? If we just think about would it, would it be brand, websites, all that sort of communication stuff? What's, what's happened there in the last few months? Okay, so we have um, fortunately um, been able to use the fantastic services of Quest Marketing, um, not only to um, you know, do some of the doing, I guess, but to really take us on a journey of understanding um, what is our market, and, and doing that through a number of different mediums, whether it's you know the website, it's video, it's um, and it's just trying to uh, profile and get our key messaging um, both overtly and subliminally um, to really give it the whole package um, around you know we know the tenants of of wellness um, really well, but our customers don't so how do they find us and how do they find what we can offer um, that will make a real difference in their business um, so working with um, Quest and um, and just keeping that conversation going so we can be as sharp in our messaging as we possibly can be um, but talking to others um, and, and getting that feedback to make sure we are 
offering something that offering. The, yeah, the market really wants and yeah. is, is ready for. It, it is, and just stepping back, having obviously been involved in that particular project, mm. there were a number of strands. Weren't there? Um, so she needed to build her capability on how she actually takes that as a business to market. Um, so she knew her wellness side of things really, really well um, and is a specialist in that area. Um, but actually integrating that into a business model was totally different. So the first point really is to be looking at what is your strategy. Yeah, strategy before we get into operational. Right, so once that strategic piece was completed, then we were into, I, I recall it was brand first and finding a distinctive brand mark that again would maybe make you look and feel a bit different in the marketplace. It was to do with the name, very much focusing on workplace as she then developed and migrated from holistic wellness to then thinking about the corporate world yes, yep. and workplace wellness. Um, websites and then stories, wasn't it, of from customers about mm. how they found the service in the past and that was using um, people who'd been engaging with holistic wellness, I think, but helping, enabling their stories to help grow workplace wellness as well. Yeah, totally. And we have engaged with um, a colleague that also works with Partners in Change. They work in the, in the space of workplace wellness in Australia, bringing that to New Zealand. Um, so those type of collaborations are incredibly important and accreditation, so we're now accredited. And the other part to this was the resilience at work, um, which is a really big part to the wellness puzzle. Um, so getting accredited in, in resilience at work as, a, um, as part of our, we've, we've got two signature um, programs um, well at work and resilience at work and they and they integrate um, so it was important that we collaborated with people that are experts in that field and then how to bring that into what we had to offer so you're delivering that Australian program yes. as well so this is around people at work being healthy healthy yes. developing healthy relationships and yes. and how to deal with stress as well yes. at work in a healthy yep. way yeah okay yeah so many components and and it's interesting we, we were talking and it's a lot comes under the new health and safety legislation as well you know there is stress this fatigue there's bullying, all those effects affect people's health in the workplace. Um, and it's, as you know, a far bigger um, focus on mental health um, in the workplace as well and making sure that we create environments that don't, you know, exacerbate um, some of these situations. So um, it's, it's helping employers and, and leaders within um, these businesses to really understand how they can make a difference yeah. for their people. Recognising it. I think that's number one, isn't it, for it many? Is, yeah, totally. be because often my experience would say that, that um, really good managers are not that easy to find. Yes. Those who are really good with people, motivate yes. people, make them want to work for them, be loyal yeah. to them and be motivated and give it their all yes. are few and far between. It's much more common, it seems to me, to have managers out there that really, it's my way or the highway or, you know, this is what you have to do, sorry, that's it, you know, and not, yes. not that uh, interaction that really helps grow people yeah. Yeah, in a healthy way. We principally work with the decision makers within a business, whether it's around the um, capability development um, funding that's just for business owners and senior managers um, to build their capability or whether it's in my own business of, of consulting or workplace wellness or partners and change. Um, working with um, managers and helping them on their journey of understanding um, their people and how we can really solve. A lot of their points of pain come from um, 
not understanding the needs of their people and not having good open conversations and creating safe environments to have those conversations. Um, and often that's all that needs to happen is if you can get a two-way conversation happening and you can take the time to understand each other, um, then the doors do open to some different options than mainstream maybe. Right, so typically you, you'll come in, you'll help them through that engagement process, help them work through that and, and actually get some tangible outcomes yes, off the back of it. Yeah. absolutely. Okay. Leonie, thanks so much for your time today. We really appreciate you uh, participating in the marketing show. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure. That's the latest episode of the Quest Marketing Show. Thanks so much for being with us here today. Remember, you can get the full interview via podcast, so check out our website. We'd also love to hear from you and about your key marketing challenges. See you next time on The Marketing Show. This episode of The Marketing Show has been brought to you by Quest, New Zealand's most respected digital marketing agency. Thanks to our production crew, and don't forget to join us next time on The Marketing Show.